Hello there, this is Father Charles Hergenroder speaking to you on this November 15th. This coming Sunday we celebrate the Feast of Christ the King. It is the end of our liturgical year in the calendar of the Church. Just a little bit about this feast. Today's feast, or this Sunday's Feast of Christ the King, King and Ruler of the Universe, may seem a little strange to some of us. This whole idea of kings and kingship is pretty foreign concepts to most Americans. Actually, this is a relatively recent feast in the church's calendar. It's only about a 100 years old. And most of us have very little experience with monarchy and kings, except what we have seen in the movies or read about in history. And of course, that is a very mixed picture. Down through history, there have been good kings and bad kings. Today, when we celebrate the Feast of Christ the King, we are celebrating a very different kind of king. And actually, there are many differences between the ways of ordinary kings and the ways of Jesus. Even today, kings and many of our political leaders find it difficult not to behave with a certain arrogance and not worrying at all about the people they are supposed to be serving. In the Gospel today, Jesus makes it very clear that he is a different kind of king. Jesus makes it very clear, my kingdom does not belong to this world. My kingdom is not here. You said it, I am a king. For this I was born, and for this I came into the world, to testify to the truth. Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. And Jesus' kingdom is very different from any other image of kingdom we might have in our heads. Psalm 72 from the Old Testament tells us how the ideal king should behave and model his life. The psalm says, The king will protect the humble, defend the needy. He shall rescue the poor when they cry out, and the afflicted one when they have no one to help them. He will free them from injustice and oppression, and this is the mission and ideal behavior for the leader of God's people from the Old Testament times. Just what the kingdom of God is not, we should realize that God's kingdom is not some otherworldly reality that will someday be imposed on this world we live in now, or that we will someday participate in in a far-off place. The kingdom of God is God's saving and liberating power, saving acting in this world we live in right now to free us from the forces of evil that oppress us and others. And if we ourselves want to buy into this kingdom of Christ, the challenge for us is to a vision and ideal of true justice, which includes the spirit of solidarity and peace and reconciliation among people and respecting the rights and dignity of all, especially the weakest among us. We just might ask ourselves, what is our understanding of Jesus as King? And what does the kingdom of God mean to us? Do the values of this world or the values of the gospel influence us in our day-to-day life? And they say, Justin, for all of us, let us try this week to make God's kingdom present in the world this week. For example, let us resolve to bring comfort to someone who is afflicted food to someone who is hungry, joy to someone who is in sorrow, and good news to the poor. Thank you for listening to our reflections. 
we <clears throat> continue to pray during this pandemic. Our Lady of Perpetual Help, pray for us. Our Lady of Apodacita, pray for us. Amen.